Good morning, good morning and wishing you a wonderful Wednesday. Welcome to today's episode of Morning Wealth. We're talking about three things today. Meme stocks won't stop, Bitcoin ransom recovered and Berkshire takes a stake in new bank. Meme stocks won't only stop, but they keep growing. Medical insurance company Clover Health Investments Corp got lucky on Tuesday after it went viral on Reddit, pegging it as the next big short squeeze. Clover shares closed up 85% on the day as retail traders flooded into the name. Prior to this week, shares of Clover were down actually 46% year to date. The company merged last year with one of Chamath's special purpose acquisition companies to go public. Wendy also became a new member of the meme stock frenzy this week. The Frosty Maker saw its shares soar as much as 28% higher in intraday trading on Tuesday after favorable mentions on Reddit. Other meme stocks like GameStop will be reporting earnings tomorrow and they continue to rally as well. But fundamentals aren't dead after posting better than expected earnings after the closing bell on Monday, East styling company Stitch Fix and semiconductor company Marvel Technology finished up 12% and 5% respectively on the day. Inflation concerns continue to temper the market overall though. US indexes were mixed. The Nasdaq was up about 0.31%. The S&P finded eking out a gain of just 0.02% and the Dow was actually down by about 30 points. The US stock market has been moving largely sideways lately as investors have weighed concerns about inflation and supply chain problems against signs that the economy is returning to normal. Investors have found few catalysts to drive stocks in either direction, causing major indexes to wobble. Tuesday marked the 12th consecutive day without a 1% move in either direction for the S&P 500. The benchmark index is nearly flat or down just 0.1% compared with a month ago. Yesterday, we also saw websites across the internet, including the New York Times, AWS, Bloomberg, Reddit, were unavailable for a period in the US morning after services from content delivery network Fastly went down. The issue was fixed, but uh, interestingly, the shares of Fastly surged about 11%. In the bond market, the yield on the 10-year treasury fell, to about 1.52 from 1.57, marking its lowest yield since March 11th. No doubt the most interesting story yesterday was the ransom recovery that happened. The Justice Department said yesterday that it had traced and seized much of the ransom that a major US pipeline operator paid to Russian hacking collective last month. The ransomware attack shut down the colonial pipeline for about a week, remember, prompting fuel shortages and price spikes until the company paid the hackers more than 4 million worth of Bitcoin. But federal officials said that the new FBI task force had recaptured most of the Bitcoins by, in a sense, hacking the hackers. Bitcoin transactions are anonymous, but not untraceable. And this is an important development. So listen in. The hackers moved the ransom through dozens of anonymous accounts, which can be tracked on the blockchain, the public ledger, of all Bitcoin transactions. Eventually, the funds landed in an account that a federal judge allowed the FBI to break into. According to court documents, the feds got the account's private key, a crucial password that gives the owner complete control over the funds inside. 
Tom Robinson of the blockchain analytics company Elliptic, who has been tracking the ransom payments, wrote in a blog post that the account the feds took over appeared to hold 85% of the ransom that went to the client Darkside, the Russian ransom as a service hacking group whose software was behind the attack. The remaining 15% was funneled through accounts presumably controlled by Darkside developers. Now, in a way, this could be good for cryptocurrency as major criticism of crypto is that its anonymity and ease of use make it suitable for crime like the ransomware attack that by some measure strike every eight minutes. The Justice Department didn't divulge how it had seized the bulk of the colonial ransom, but its success shows that it can comb the blockchain and crack into at least some accounts. That's good for traceability of cryptocurrencies used for crime, but also goes against the decentralized, privacy-focused, anti-establishment benefits that some see as crypto's greatest assets. I think this debate is going to rage on for a while and you're seeing it in the price as well. It's been so volatile over the last like 24 hours. Rounding off today's episode with some corporate developments, Berkshire Hathaway agreed to purchase a 500 million stake in New Bank, valuing it at 30 billion. The Brazilian fintech was valued at 10.4 billion in 2019, the year it started expanding outside its home market to become the world's biggest standalone digital bank. Honeywell plans to spin off its quantum computing unit and merge it with Cambridge Quantum. Honeywell will invest about 300 million and own 54% of the new firm. Uh, which may seek to go public as well. Lastly, Coinbase was rated underperformed by Raymond James, which warned the cryptocurrency exchange is likely to face fee compression over time. It's the first time that a sell rating has been given for the company. That is the update. Stay safe and healthy and I'll speak to you tomorrow.